Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. You're listening to the Appleseed sometime just about every day, filled with stories for you and your family. I'm Sam Payne, your host. What a pleasure to have you with us today. We want to remind you that you can find us online at byuradio.org slash Appleseed. More than a thousand episodes of the show and thousands of stories for you to listen to at your leisure. You can, of course, download the BYU Radio app wherever you get apps for your mobile device for all kinds of ways to listen to all of the programs produced by BYU Radio and the Appleseed is pleased and proud to be part of that family of programs. And, of course, you can Google the Appleseed podcast for something new just about every day on the Appleseed, a story wherever and whenever you might need one. You can communicate with us at theappleseed at byu.edu. We'd love to hear from you. Share what you think of the show. Tell us what you'd like to hear more of. And, of course, you can just share your thoughts there, too. We'd love to hear from you. And I've got in the studio with me today Colton Solberg, one of the partners of the Heirloom Restaurant Group. He's been on the show a number of times to chat about powerful food experiences. And Colton, it's great to have you. Thanks, Sam. Good to be back. You know, we are going to listen to a little story here. Uh, It's called The Ant and the Crumb. It's an old folk (laughs) tale. And it's presented here by the great storyteller and musician Charlotte Blake Alston, who has traveled the country, the world even, for decades and decades, telling folk tales and personal tales and fairy tales. Her performances include stints at the Kennedy Center and other such places. And the ant and the crumb is one we're sure you're going to love. Here it is on the Appleseed. There was once an ant who was crawling along the forest floor, not really looking where he was going, when he bumped headlong into something. He looked up and there was the largest crumb he had ever seen. Not only was it a big crumb, but it was coated with honey. Oh my goodness, said the ant, if I could get this into my hole, we could have a party for a week. We could feast on this for a month. But, but, but obviously it is so large. It is so much bigger than I am. There is no way that I can get this down into my hole. So let me see, what can Well, he happened to look up and he saw his friend, B. B, B, oh B, come, 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 come. Look what I have. This crumb, it is so big and it is coated with honey. If I could get it to my hole, we can feast off of this for a month. But look, as you can see, B, it is so large. There is no way that I can get it into my hole myself. Could you, could you, could you come and perhaps put your stinger into it, flap your wings and, 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 and pull it along to my hole? The bee said, I am busy. I am looking for nectar. And off the bee flew. Now what am I going to do, said the ant, and he walked around the crumb, happened to look down the path, and saw his friend Beetle. Beetle! Beetle, come, 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 look what I have, this large crumb coated with honey beetle. Oh my gosh, if I could get it into my hole, we'll have a feast for a month. But as you can see, it is so large, there is no way I can get this into my hole. Could you please help me? You, you, you are so strong yourself, Beetle, just, you can just push it down, we will give you a small piece. Well, now, you had to be very careful asking Beetle for help because Beetle was a bit of a jokester. Well, Beetle walked around that crumb and said, yes, I think that I can help you out. Beetle opened his mouth and took a big bite. <laughs> now it is not as big and heavy as it was before. The answer, I don't believe you did that to me. I will never ask you for help again. I don't believe this. Well, he was so disgusted, he sat down on a rock right there and started to think about what he could do. He happened to look up, and he noticed Spider. 
Spider, spider, look, look, look what I have found here. I have found this large crumb with honey all over it. If I can get it into my hole, we will have a feast for a month. But as you can see, it is so large. There is no way I can get it into my hole. You have eight legs, spider. If you could come and push it for me, then, then, then I would give you just a small piece of it you can share with us. Well, the spider came down on a silk thread and said, I think I can take it off of your hand. I can wrap it in some silk and pull it up into my web and use it to catch some nice flies. And said, I don't believe the kind of help that people are giving me. And he sat down in disgust in the road and leaned against that crumb and it moved. He pushed it and it moved again. Well, the ant picked himself up, took that crumb and pushed it all the way to his home. Now the spider followed him. And said, you know, I knew that you could do that all the time. But you did not even try. And so it is with many of you. There are many things that you can do and do well. But you must first try. <laughs> the Ant and the Crumb, a story told by Charlotte Blake Alston about an ant who learns that, gosh, one can do by oneself some of the stuff that other people might foul up, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. You know, it's interesting. It does remind me of a story. So, you know, at one point I'd been cooking uh, in restaurants for a number of years <clears throat> and um, – what I was doing, I had come back from working in San Francisco and I was trying to figure out kind of what I wanted to do. And I had kind of this idea that I wanted to start like a traveling taco truck. Hmm. I thought it'd be really cool to like have a, like this was, and this again was maybe a little bit before like food trucks were more prevalent, but yeah. um, that I thought it'd be fun to have a food truck and then like just travel around to like parts of the country doing fairs and festivals and things like that. Yeah. So initially I thought, well, I'll, well, I'll, to get started, I'll just try doing things here locally. And so... I looked at a number of fairs and festivals within Utah that I could go and be a part of. And so I went through the process of kind of getting, getting approved and all the different things. And so I'd done a couple, a number of them throughout the summer. Um, and, you know, in the early parts of the year, I had a friend that was helping me out. And my, at my, at the time, my girlfriend was helping me out. Um, and by the, and by the end of the year, my friend wasn't, he was doing a different job. My girlfriend had broken up with me <laughs> and to top it off, I didn't really have a vehicle that functioned well. So I was borrowing my <laughs> brother's car, uh, but it had a tendency to overheat. And so it was just, it was a mess. And so, you know, similar, it was like, that was, I mean, that I ended up getting everything up there. I had to get all these things up to Brigham city and, um, but man, by the time, so I ended up doing it on my own. And that actually was one of those things where it taught me that it's like, Maybe I need to actually be a little better at asking for help. I got everything up there, but by the time I got everything done, I was so frustrated by the whole process and the car overheating and all the different things that um, I thought, yeah, I need to find a, I need to find a better way to do right. this. And I was so mad by the time I got everything done. And I think there are, uh, you know, there are stories that that teach us both things, right? We yeah. think about stories like the little red hen, where yeah. the he, the little red hen can't get anybody else to yeah. help her and yeah. needs help and winds yeah. up, you know, doing everything herself. And of course, in this story, you find all these people who are willing to help, but would 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 help to their own ends yes. rather yeah. than to the and the ant winds up. Could have done it, yeah. yeah and the ant could have done, done it. it and I think I think both of those things are valuable to learn, aren't they? 
that yeah. we can that we that it's important to ask for help with yeah. big jobs, but also to recognize the power that we have. That we have ourselves. Yeah, I think right? it's interesting. It seems, it seems like so often I'm, you know, I think about experiences kind of at work where, you know, somebody calls, maybe they call a couple of times, they need help, they need help. But for whatever reason, I can't get back to them. And I get back to them two or three hours later. And they're like, oh, yeah, I figured it out. I figured it out. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, all right, good. You're fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's always a pleasure to hear a good story, a pleasure to hear Charlotte Blake Alston's The Ant and the Crumb, and a pleasure to chat about it with Colton Solberg. Colton, thanks for joining hey, great me. Great to be here. Thanks, Sam. You can find us online at byuradio.org slash Appleseed or Google the Appleseed podcast for something new from the Appleseed just about every day. I'm Sam Payne, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by the Appleseed.